It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we got to go to work. We got to do right offense. And here we go, everyone. It's time for another NFL in London podcast, and we welcome Ryan Callback yeah. from Canada. Hooray! Yeah. There was crowd cheering. Off-season edition. Off-season edition. Back from Canada. Back from Canada. Back from some family time. Left in an absolute winter storm. Left oh, did you? It all was it that bad? Oh, it was brutal. This is the last day. It was the really trees, the, the, everything's budding. And up. now look at that. And I, I missed all the shitty rain and then good for like a month. Yeah. I come here, sun is shining. You're welcome. Yeah, that was that was you. It's actually been nice here. I've actually it's been my cutting personality my grass. Just... I've planted some of my plants. It's all very good here. Uh, but I haven't seen you because Ryan did not, he wasn't around for the nope. Super Bowl. So he didn't have a chance because, you know, I of all the people that were, as you know, of our friends, group of friends and some of the NFL and London gang, I was cheering for the 49ers. Uh, just because I thought they were the better team. Yeah. And and uh, you know, three minutes ago, I was in a very cocky position. Okay. Uh, and, and then well, that that kid, man, look, Patrick Mahomes is a real deal. Oh, man, dude, he's gonna be like, especially now that they're gonna do that CBA. It's, he's gonna be the first forty million quarterback for yeah. sure a year. So he's gonna be the new like. Witness that basically yeah. the highest paid player in the league without a doubt. And then like, who's going to go over 40? And that's the thing. All this new money's going to come in if they get another game coming in. Yeah. That means just salaries are going to go up. It's just going to be insane it's in gonna a be couple insane. years. We will get but, into the But yeah, yeah. But the Super Bowl um, was very fun. I watched it in my hometown of Brantford. Um, Ontario, which is hilarious. So I watched it with a bunch of like high school people I knew from high school. I hadn't seen yeah. from high school. A uh, few tidbits. Uh, chicken wings, fantastic. In nice Canada. to be back in Canada. Oh my God, the it's food is so good. Just the chicken wings. It's just, it's so frustrating because wings are such a favorite food of mine. And yeah. just in Britain, just, just dog shit everywhere. They're so and bad. Every now and then you have an okay wing and you try and convince yourself that's a really good yeah. wing. And then you go back to Canada and it's just, it's North just America, heaven. Yeah. And every place I went to that got wings was equally as good as the next. There was yeah. just, everyone's just got the same recipe. They're all using McDonald's fries, you know, it's like, yeah. they're not being like, we can make better fries. We're all using the same wing yeah, sauce. Yeah, no, same fries. And let's just get it right. So, and you know what, and the whole thing about, and we'll go off about wings, the flavors. <laughs> you know, in Britain, I don't want peri-peri. You know, it sucks. You don't need a Portuguese, Brazilian wrap on this thing. Give me a hundred different flavors of wings. Exactly. Give me dill pickle. Give me ranch. Give me everything. Give me. Yeah. Give me choice. That's so, why it's just... Uh, we did watch it at the Long Acre, and, and uh, it was good. It was a fun uh, game. But the game, obviously at the end of it, um, you know, coming back and, and watching Mahomes uh, put back this... Uh, Jesus, it was amazing. And, it, you know, the difference also, I just found Jimmy G really got shut down in that second half. He just couldn't do anything. No, I know. That's the... It's going to be one of those things now. Is, is that going to follow him? You know what I mean? Having that thing like yeah. like what happened to Jared Goff. Like Jared Goff had that terrible Super Bowl after lighting Brady it up. Brady curse, yeah. Yeah, after lighting it up all year comes back the next year really struggled this year was not the same quarterback and then they yeah. gave him all that money and now everyone's like oh my god luckily yeah. the way the quarterbacks salaries are going um garoppolo's gonna still look like a, like a bait Deal. bargain because he's yeah. only like 25 and when he signed that a couple years ago people were losing their minds yeah it's like this guy started five games and now it's like yeah he's a cheap he's a he's yeah. low end of Super, the, the bargain the bin. yeah the, exactly so i really worry that that's gonna but it's also that what it comes down to is Kyle Shanahan again blowing it in yeah. the Super Bowl. Like this one's all on him. Everyone always blamed him because uh, he was doing all the play calling in that last Super Bowl. Yeah, where where they just refused to run it up twenty eight to three and it made no sense. And then this time they're up again, up ten with like a couple. Of, I don't even know yeah. how many minutes left, but not three that minutes, many. Three minutes left. But it was just kind of just throwing it away and yeah. just doing what he does. And I I really I think he's such a good coach that he'll be back. 
because he's got the weapons, he's got yeah. the young defense. So I think he'll be back. But he's gonna he's going down now, Andy Reid territory, where it's just like, can he get the big great coach? Yeah. But can he get the job done? And that's what he's becoming. Andy Reid just said, you don't get to use me as an example anymore. No. I get off that example list. Kyle Shannon, you are the new Andy Reid. He is. Well, Andy Reid's got a win now. Kansas City has their first Super Bowl in 50 years. Congratulations to them. Uh, good amazing. Him, man. Good for Andy Reid. I think everyone wanted to see Andy Reid win. Yeah. And to me, it was because it wasn't a Patriot Super Bowl. It was one of the best ones. The excitement. The, just being able to sit down and not knowing which team to root for. At yeah. first. And I kind of wanted the 49ers. Obviously, I'm an NFC guy. I don't know if that's a, a bias that comes. But I kind of like the way that they played. I thought they had a, a really good, you know, a, a good program going together uh but you know the x factor was going to be mahomes whole time and he was the yeah, touchdowns here yeah when he needed to do it he did it just like uh when he came back down 24 nothing the game before like, yeah. he just he's great he's showed his greatness and he's what everyone's going to aspire to yeah. he's now the guy to beat and he's on his way he's like all right brady you got yeah. six I'm in my second what third year yeah fourth i got already got my uh first, got my first. He's broke, he's so Again, they're going to be competitive. Yeah. The only thing you worry about is because they're when uh, they pay him so much. They're yeah. also going to pay Tyree Kill. They're also yeah. going to pay Travis Kelce. They, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. They're going to have... You're going to run a defensive money. And that defense played off the top of their heads, but you're right. When it comes down to salary... Capitals, and they got Chris Jones. And they got yeah. Chris Jones coming up as a free agent. They're going to franchise him this year. Yeah. So it could get a bit iffy, especially when the quarterback... Because the one thing that people don't... Re- the reason Tom Brady has six is because he took pay cuts. Yeah. What, all those teams... I think it was something... It was like the top... 10 of like the the top 10 salary like only in the last like five years only like two of them have gone to the super bowl the more you make the less pie there is exactly and that's the whole thing and i mean let's talk about tom brady because you know to me you know he was at the basketball game last night julian edelman you know he's coming back no i'm not Um, well there's an argument that he said um he's not or he said this guy yeah there's it's like that dress. Yeah. Right? Everyone's being like, no, he said this guy. Yeah. It did look like he's not, but I couldn't. Well, really... I mean, look, we talked about it, and, and we talked about it on the previous podcast with Callum, but to me, it's like he has made these uh, he's made these sacrifices for the team. He has taken pay cuts so the team can win. He's taken pay cuts so they have greater glory. And you sort of go, he is such a classy guy. He is a classy guy. The organization to me is a classy organization, except for Robert Kraft getting hand jobs and parking lots, <laughs> whatever he's doing. But it was a classy joint. It was, yeah. A 40-year-old... It was a classy 40-year-old joint. 40-year-old coronavirus victim. Anyway, but the thing a is... Classy joint. He, you know, he's taken these sacrifices, and so you sort of go, well, there's no way he's leaving the Patriots. This is a shell game. He wants to see what kind of money he can ask for. Just as like, Tommy, baby, get the money. See what you can get. I know, yeah, it's it's a real... I'd love to understand his thought process. So when it's all done and said and done, he does what he does... I, I'd just be really interested to see how clo- like if he comes back with the Patriots, how close he was to leaving. Yeah. Um, and then if he goes somewhere, is it what is the main what is the main motivation? Is it because yeah. I want to take down Bill Belichick? Like this is like. Well, that's it. Yeah. Darth is it ta- taking down Belichick? Is it about proving that his legacy is not definitively tied to Belichick's? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is and that he can win a championship in a team outside of of Boston? You know. So the unfortunate thing, he's doing it at a really bad time and at forty three years old. Yeah. Right. This if this is what you wanted to prove, you should have done this a long time ago because chances are it's not gonna work out like he wants. But you gotta love his confidence, and he's Tom Brady. So well, in other ways, it could be perfect. He deserves. If anyone deserves. To go and do whatever they want is yeah. Tom Brady, and uh, they're getting basically what 
right now is like what we had to deal with with Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. When you're just sitting there like, is he going to come? Is he yeah, going to yeah. stay? Drives you crazy. Yeah. No one says anything. No one knows anything. But we do know that at the Combine, he did talk to, I think it was Indianapolis, uh, Raiders, and Chargers. Yeah. So I think there was talks, discussions already. Sure. And I, from what I've read, it doesn't really look like the Patriots have really reached out that much. And I don't, I think he yeah. wants a two-year deal minimum. And yeah. I don't see Bill Belichick giving him a two-year deal. Well, it could also be they could go, you know, Tommy, uh, we still have those pictures we can release. Uh, so you want to stay with us? Listen, them? that's the thing. And then, because Kraft already got involved and shipped out uh, Garoppolo, which is yeah. the story. So do you really think Belichick's going to allow that to, him to get completely taken by the owner again? It's like, fool it's, me once. He's not yeah. going to let it happen again. No, but also I think, you know, Tom Brady is like a, a child to, to Robert Kraft. You know, exactly. To me, it's a bit of a shell game. It seems like this drama that they're trying to play it, but he's always going to come back. The interesting thing to me, though, with the CBA negotiations right now, with adding that extra game, uh, you know, and that whole thing about adding an extra game means there'll be no games in London. Because basically, they said as part of the CBA is if we add extra games, we're not doing international games. Really? That's yeah. where a lot of them should be. No. Because no. then it's like a neutral field. Every one game should all be on a neutral field. But the, the field. players basically are saying that if we have to add an extra game, we don't want to have to travel and add more games internationally, i.e. London. So that's it's, it'll be an interesting part of it. Be but I'm I, wondering though that if There's part, no way they want to give up that potential market. But it's of not London, it's, it's, of England. But it's it's the difference between the league and the NFLPA. It's the players who go, you know what, I don't want to go here. Because if you look at, we've seen well, Americans and yeah, players, we'll most see, of them don't we'll like see. coming here. That's, but, well, I'd be interested. I think that'll stay. I don't think they're going to get rid of the London game. Well, that's, that I, don't, is, I think the owners will fight for that. Because they'll have to see the, the, but you have to just make it worth the players' while. If you go in London, you get a bonus. Maybe yeah. there's some sort of league-wide bonus. Therefore, you get a London game, every player gets an extra, what, 50 grand or something like that. I think that's the way you do it. There's got to be something you have to do. but it, it, it's a, Just pay them. Money always yeah. is going to talk. And you know, the NFL, you've got unlimited resources. So it, it, it's going to be. I mean, you've got teams like you also have uh, stadiums ah, here. Seventeen games. That's just lame. You have Liverpool and Manchester United also trying to redo their stadiums to get NFL. Seventeen games. What I'm saying is though, with Tom Brady, he has almost tied his contract with the CBA because this is going to change how the players play. This is going to change everything. And if his contract is tied to the new CBA, basically going, look, if we're adding this, we're doing this. It's almost the perfect time for him because his contract's being negotiated. He's watching as an NFLPA player yeah. associate going. Yeah, this is what's going on in the league, but I want my contract to be this. Yeah. So it, it could be very interesting. Um, you know, we talked about the other one, uh, Crimea, Philip Rivers. Where do you think he'll go? I think he's going to stay with the Patriots. Yeah. Um, I do too. It's just hard for me to believe he'll go anywhere else. And the only, like, I could see him going to the Raiders, but I just don't see him having the, the, they don't have the defense to win. It's also, it's a new stadium. The Raiders is a good, like, they have good offensive uh, line, could protect him. uh, They got uh, Josh Jacobs. They could try and go out and maybe get an Odell. Um, they just need defense. They maybe go out and sign, and because they're going to Vegas, it's this whole, like, Tom Brady's like, go watch Vegas. Having Vegas having Tom Brady is literally a match made in heaven. But he's not unlike like, a lot of because Vegas yeah. loves like an old showman sure. doing their yeah. show like and the, and the end of their career and they're just like Celine Dion. Let's do a resident. It's like he's doing a residency. But it's the thing is the difference between Brady and a lot of other quarterbacks. He doesn't court fame. He doesn't you know even though he's got these kind of things. If Tom Brady wanted, to be I on think TV, he's subtle about it. I think he does. He's married to a supermodel. But they don't. He goes sh- to all those yeah. galas. He's huge on yeah. Instagram and all that. Well, I, He's on Instagram, I, but he barely. I think he's just recently. very. I just think he's very smart about it. But, I think he's smart, but right? I don't think, being who he is in his life, that he doesn't crave a bit of 
wait a minute, no, I'm the best. I want to be, I want to be shown some respect. I, you from know, it's the, the other options I would say that, you know, obviously that with the Titans and, um, you know, Vrabel and everyone there, but with Tannehill, they sort of go, well, they're probably going to try to keep Tannehill. So, I mean, that would be one option because they've got a good team. Um, the other one is obviously Bruce Arians and the Bucks. And you started, but they've got so many broken pieces. It's the Colts, but then the Colts are the team that spy, uh, yeah. deflategated them. Yeah. Right? So does he really want to go play for them? There's a lot of old coaches. You know, there's a lot of people around, but I, I just still think he's playing it. He's going to have a little fun with it. Um, you know, and we'll move to the next guy. To, to Philip Rivers, to me, this is the interesting one because the way he was sort of unceremoniously ditched by the, the Chargers. Like, no, oh, I think he was more than happy to go. He was like, oh, he was happy to go. I'm done playing 16 yeah. road games. I want to go somewhere where there's a fan base. Like, yeah. I think I think the Chargers are going to be a real fascinating story for the next couple of years of what's going to happen to them because they could just drift off to oblivion because I yeah. think players are going to be like, I'm not playing in an empty in stadium. Team. Yeah, in an empty town, empty stadium. And they have to do something massive so they have to either jump in and replace get Tom Brady to come to LA Tom Brady in LA will instantly sell sure. tickets uh, Philip Rivers on the other hand I think he's ready to give it one shot with uh, but he had a really good team I just think yeah. It was just, I just think he wants to go somewhere with a great defense, great offensive line. He didn't have a great offensive line. No. That was his biggest thing. But I think he wants also uh, to be with a great coach. I think someone like Bruce Arians would be amazing yeah. to have Phillip Rivers. But I think the Colts are also one that a lot of people are saying about. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of believe in the Colts as well. I think he's actually a really good fit for the team. Because they're not going to go with Brissett, right? No. And they were so close. Like, yeah. They did face a lot of injuries. Uh, but, you know, that that's a good team. That's a good young yeah. defense. Up and coming, one of the best offensive lines. Phil Rivers on protection. Yeah. He's got T.Y. Hilton. They got weapons. So. And, and and what he brings is, you know, even putting Brissett in the bench, you know you've got a good veteran quarterback there. You're going to learn from this guy. You know, and, and Rivers, you know, he's... Because Brissett's good. He's just not... You're not going to a Super yeah. Bowl with Jacoby Brissett. The other feel. option, I would think, again, would be the Bucs. Uh, I think the Bucs would be, you know, it could be an interesting fit for him having that... You know, you got Jameis Winston setting records for interceptions... Rivers obviously had some interceptions last year as well, but you know, obviously he didn't have the offensive line or anything to protect him. And that's another interesting thing. If he did go to Tampa, then Jameis then gets released. Yeah. Then where's Jameis go? Jameis, because Jameis, yes, he had a ton of interceptions. Yeah. But threw for five thousand yards, oh, had no, thirty touchdowns. Yeah. And I think there are a lot of coaches who are probably like, I can get, I can. Oh yeah. I, I can. I can, I can take ten interceptions off of that. Yeah. And if I take ten interceptions and three picks, four pick sixes away. Yeah. You know we're in the playoffs because I think that was Tampa. Tampa is a good team. Yeah. Good well, weapons. Good defense. Decent offensive line. I, they need a running back. The two, you know, Ronald Jones and Barber. You never know which one. Yeah, you going. need a bit of solidness, a bit of offensive line to give them some openings there. I mean, they, I'm excited know, to see this whole how everything pans out. It's going to be really exciting. They just, they just, yeah, they just always seem to be missing that one piece. Now, obviously, as a Bears fan, we start looking at it and go, okay, so Derek Carr looks to be on the out of Oakland. There's been rumors that Chicago might be courting Derek Carr. There are rumors that you know we, we might go after Rivers. You know, when it came to the odds and where Tom Brady would come up, the Chicago Bears were like fifth on the list. Yeah, uh, yeah, which is weird because they do have the defense. I think, I just don't think he wants to play in Chicago. He's probably like, it's freezing. Oh, it's freezing. Well, maybe he just doesn't want to play in somewhere also. He's been playing in Boston his whole career. Sure. Maybe he's tired somewhere of playing warm. in the cold. The, um, because but, he had his worst games in the cold, basically, yeah. in the playoffs. But so Chicago, to me, is going to be interesting because I think there's now, we've all sort of discussed the fact that, yeah, okay, Trubisky, 
All right. He's our guy. I feel bad for Javinsky in a way. Like, I partly feel bad. Yeah. Like, he kind of deserves a bit of it because of how he played. But it's like, just because of the success of Mahomes and Watson, yeah. nothing he can do. Like, no. just, like you're, almost, you're almost best to just like, get rid of him and let him try and salvage his career somewhere. Yeah. Because Mahomes winning the Super Bowl just ruined it for him. Because now yeah. everyone's going to be like, oh, we should have tapped Mahomes. Everyone and he, he doesn't him. have the natural tendencies and abilities. So you wonder, are they going to bring in a veteran? Would you bring in a veteran quarterback to lead Chicago and have him on the bench? So I don't know what's going to happen. You I don't know. I, I don't know if Carr is a lateral move, though. I don't know if Carr is, you know, he might be Carr's a little bit. decent. He's way, first of all, number one, he's way more accurate. Carr's yeah, like an older he's, way, he's better 70%. than Trubisky, but is he going to be worth the money when you sort of look at building a team and go, God, we our defense only lasts for so long. Yeah. You know, so you we've got agree. Khalil Mack, and it might be interesting bringing Carr in, but is this something that it's going to, is this something that's going to be a legacy for us or a one-off and then we're dumped in the dumpster again? Um, yeah, I don't know. I think bringing Carr would be interesting. I don't know what you'd have to give up, but it all that would depends on what the like. For example, if the Raiders sign Tom Brady, yeah, then you know their Carr's at the door, yeah, which then kills their leverage to trade him, right? If yeah. they have Tom Brady, they're not gonna have Derek Carr as the backup. So they're not going to be able to get much for him. But he does have a, a really good salary for a certain yeah. quarter. It's like 20-something million in the yeah. like Cam Newton around that. Um, but I think Derek Carr would, on the Bears would be, would be a, a step up. I think the Raiders and just Derek Carr, just, Gruden and them just don't feel like they like each other. And yeah. It just feels like, just go get out of there and get, he's a, he's, trade yeah, me he's somewhere. He's a ginger stepchild. Because I, I think year. going to Vegas, right? You, yeah. Vegas is glitz and glamour. Yeah. You want to make a noise and a splash. Yeah. And Derek Carr just doesn't do it, I don't no. think, for people. We're going to Vegas, not you. Like Derek Carr, yeah. a couple of years ago, when he broke his ankle, when he was having that great year. And then ever since then, it's just been a slow decline. It's been, it's been But he's been solid. Like, yeah. He just, like, he's got Waller, he's got weapons. It yeah. just, I don't know what's, it's just, he just doesn't have the, uh, that next level that Gruden desires. That is, and it's going to be interesting to see where he goes. The other guy I want to talk about quickly is uh, Mariota, because now you've got Tannehill, looks like he's going to be signed. Mariota, who was heralded as this great young quarterback, had a few good seasons, could scramble the ball, got injured, yeah. couldn't play the same. I don't know where I read, uh, but I, I just read something literally just like an hour ago, and they said if Tom Brady left, the Patriots would be interested in Mariota. I, I put that on the NFL Money site, and it was on Clutch Point. That's right. I read that. I thought it was an interesting article. Um, because but, someone's going to give him a chance. Like he's yeah. number two overall pick. He's gone to the playoffs. He has had a good his rookie year. He was really good. I think he, again, he was just one of those you lose a bit of confidence, but yeah. he can be salvaged. Like Marcus Mariota is not a lost cause. Could at you see all. him going to the Colts? Um, would Would the Colts be? Sw- I mean, would that be a, a big enough? I think investment? he needs to go somewhere and sit. Yeah, I think he needs to go somewhere and maybe just like so, he should look for somewhere like like do it. Um, Fitzpatrick always does. Just find yeah. that spot where yeah. I can just... Who's going to lose their job, probably? Yeah. And jump in there. Who's not going to constantly... Because you also don't want to be on a team where you're constantly having the guy behind you getting yeah. drafted, the new rookie. And you're like, just like Rosen, yeah, yeah. who every team he goes to is another... So he'd have to find that team. Like, even if he went to somewhere like um, New Orleans, yeah. backed up, like to take over Sean Payton with someone yeah. like Mariota, would be really good, depending on what they do at Taysom Hill. Obviously, well, but I think yeah. there's lots of. He just has to be really smart. I think the Patriots, if they lost, would be a really good choice. Could be. Now we mentioned Taysom. That's what that's what Mariota probably needs is that. Dis- he, he needs he needs a bit of uh, an ego boost. He needs someone to tell him you're a good boy. You can do it. Well, that's Speaking, not Bill Belichick. No. <laughs> Speaking of Taysom Hill, though, interesting. I mean, he hasn't played as much. He hasn't as much playing experience. But what he has done, he's shown really good 
athleticism, really good command of the ball. Is this something, now that Drew Brees is fully on the Saints again, is this something you got? Teddy Bridgewater's probably gone, right? Yeah. Uh, well, it's like Cordell Stewart, right? Years and yeah. years and years ago. Cordell Stewart was Slash, and they brought him in, they put him everywhere, and he was yeah. doing all these things. But then once Cordell took over as the man, he yeah. was just not as productive. He wasn't as impressive. Yeah. Taysom Hill's weapon is that he can run, he can catch balls, and he can pass. Yeah. If you're the full-time quarterback, you're just passing. Yeah, and, yeah. And, I don't know if he's good enough to do that. He's not going to be Drew Brees passing 70%. No. Um, I think he's of the of the mind that he is just as good as Drew Brees, but I don't I don't think I don't think if I'm the New Orleans, I'm comfortable saying he's the follow-up and the, the next best thing. He's fun, but let's see if he can do it again this year. If he can have, like, a really good year this year yeah. and they start bringing him in maybe, like, 30% of the time and we see him actually start picking teams apart passing, yeah. then I'll be impressed. Okay, so we got Ginger Ninja now, too. So mm-hmm. if, if it looks like Cincinnati, which most likely is going to take Joe Burrows, you have a few quarterbacks in Tagavalia, uh, Herbert, and Love. Jordan Love, actually, I really, I've been watching this kid from Utah State. Man, I really like this kid. Big, strong, really fast. Yeah, Jordan cool. Love does look kind of interesting. He, to me, of all the best, he looks almost like the best one. He looks like the most solid quarterback, but, you know, it's people. He's, he's going to be best. a bit of a, he's, they compare him to a bit like Josh Allen, where he's just a bit of a project. He might, yeah. He but he's got work. all the raw tools. But he's Utah State, you know. He's one of those guys who played in Utah State, and he did all right with it. So, to me, when you start looking at some of these guys, Andy Dalton, which, you know, had some good numbers for a team that had not a good team. Um, so, you look at, are they going to put the franchise tag on A.J. Green? And what are they going to do with Andy Dalton? And if they're looking at Joe Burrow, well, they're, yeah. they're not going to, they're just going to ditch Dalton. Is Dalton a free, I don't know if he's a free agent or not. He I don't might, know. I don't might know. Be, yeah, like, again. I think he has one more year left. But if you could trade him, uh, I think Dalton's. I'd love to see Dalton get a chance again, see what he can do. Um, you know, he had really good years. You know, Marvin Lewis was the yeah. coach and couldn't get him over them. But there were years where people were like, like before he got injured, where people were talking, he was like MVP yeah. candidate. So I, I'd like to see him yeah. go somewhere and get another chance. The problem is with all these new quarterbacks coming in, there's so few spots now available. Because yeah. eventually, you can't have like five new quarterbacks coming every year no. because there's just not enough jobs. There's only enough place and enough people getting And when quarterbacks are now playing until they're 20 yeah. years, now it's going to get a lot more competitive. And a well, lot there's a lot difficult. of guys falling off the cliff. I mean, interesting enough, when you go to back to Miami, we mentioned Miami was you know, looking at drafting as well. You know, you, you got um, Fitzpatrick, obviously, who's just a, a Band-Aid solution to something like that. Who are they going to look for? Kenyon Drake is looking for 8 to $10 million. A year as a running back. He was really good. He uh, was good, but they, they had, you know, that was the only thing they had. You sort of put, and you go, okay, if the pressure's on you now. The problem with running backs is there's so many good ones out of college that yeah. you can just get another one and he'll be amazing. And a lot of guys that are failed. You know, a lot of guys, and then people are yeah. seeing the what happened when you pay Le'Veon Bell the big yeah. money the year he had. Yeah. Uh, Melvin Gordon sat out and exactly. he struggled. So people, are, I think, I heard it on some other, um, someone was saying the worst thing Le'Veon Bell did for the running back market was hold out when he yeah. thought he was doing it to help future running backs. He actually yeah. hurt them more than anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, Matt Stafford, uh, his wife apparently is his agent. She does all the negotiation. Um, she basically said, because everyone's asking where Stafford going to go, where Stafford going to go, she said, we're staying here. Everyone, we're staying yeah. in Detroit. Staying in get... Detroit. Matt Stafford's awesome. Why would He's you great. Him? I mean, obviously, I would love to have him in... in uh, Any team would love to yeah. have him. And you put him on a, on a contender, yeah. the, the, he's going to really give you a shot at winning the Super Bowl. Like, I think he's unfortunately just been on Detroit. Uh, and they just haven't been able to solve it. Like, even Detroit now, you, you look at them. Yeah, they got a few nice pieces, but they still feel 
so many pieces There's away. There's so many broken like, pieces. Yeah. Kerryon Johnson was good, but then yeah. they're still waiting for that running back. They have Kenny Galladay, who's been great. Yeah. Uh, but again, they need another weapon. Uh, hopefully TJ Hawkinson steps up. Yes. And, and uh, Stafford can stay healthy. So... Again, I'm not fully sold on Matt Patricia being the guy to take this team to the next level. So I'd be really interested to see what Matt Stafford does when his contract's up. Because he'll still be quite young. He'll be about 33, yeah. 34. And he w- I'd be surprised if he re-signs at Detroit. I think he loves it there because he's been there his whole career. Yeah, I think so. And the, the city embraces him. You know, it's a yeah. small city, one of the smaller market cities. It used to be a big one. Interesting enough, though, too, there was, I was reading something about uh, Miami, Oakland, and Indianapolis looking to trade up for quarterbacks, looking to get either Herbert, uh, Tagovailoa. I can always get his name wrong. It's so hard to pronounce. I'm just saying Tua. Tua just just never Tua. There's only one Tua Love in the Burrow. League. So, I mean, is there, I mean, you look at Miami, Oakland, Indianapolis. Is it smart for Miami to trade up? Or do you want to build your core? Because you know you're going to have another crap year. Like, well, Miami's not going to have a win. Well, I don't I think Miami's... It's all going to depend on what Detroit does with the third pick. Yeah. They're in that sweet spot right now because they can basically say, if Miami really wants Tua, they're going to have to jump up to three. Yeah. Therefore, you're going to get a couple extra picks. If Detroit... Detroit could also say, hey, listen, we'll take Tua and then we'll yeah. trade Stafford. You yeah. never know. They could do that. Detroit's in a great position. I think they're in right a great now. position. In the draft, they could do whatever they want. Or just get a few more extra picks. Someone could jump yeah. up from way back for Tua yeah. with the King's ransom. Yeah. Well, Detroit, they could get like three number ones. Like imagine like New England jump up. New England jump up. Exactly. I want Tua. We want Tua. Yeah, I'd be furious. But uh, if they But did if New that. England did, then Miami's That's like, ching, 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 rolling in the I think Detroit's going to be the most fascinating part of the whole entire draft. When that third pick comes, everyone's going to be on the, on the edge of their seat, I think, right. like what happened. And they're, I think they're going to trade it. I think if you're Detroit and you are not taking Tua and Chase Young and Joe Burrow are gone, they, you got to get out of there yeah. and let someone... Like, get people bouncing off each other. The Chargers jumping up from seven to get Tua. We're going into L.A. getting a guy yeah. like Tua would be huge. Tua or Herbert, I mean, both of them are good. Tua's I mean, bigger than Herbert. Tua's good. I mean, obviously, you know, you worry about injuries, but then when I looked at Patrick Mahomes basically splitting his knee around and coming back and doing what he did, you go, yeah, these young kids, he should be all right. Hopefully he should be all right. Um, we, we've got uh, Tony Romo has just signed the largest deal, $17 million a year, the biggest broadcasting deal ever. Now, to put in perspective, he makes 90% more. He's, he's 90% more than most NFL players with a $17 million <laughs> salary. Troy Aikman makes $7.5 million. John Madden, in his best, uh, had an $8 million salary. Uh, and Odell Beckham was complaining because Odell Beckham only makes $18 million, makes him $1 million a year. He's like, damn, I should be a broadcaster. Yeah. Uh, it was Michael Thomas, actually, who freaked out and said, this is the problem. We've got to deal with this in the CBA. The fact that broadcasters you know, are making more than us, it, there's, it's not the well, same no, thing. It's that, apples and oranges. This, yeah, is, yeah, this no. is CBS. This is the deal he does. He's a broadcaster. He's a pundit. People love to listen to him. People would rather listen I, to me, than Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, I'd rather listen to Tony Romo. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, that's a crazy argument. It's, it has nothing to do with the other one or the other. Even if you're ex-player, it's a completely different business. You want to be entertained. You want someone who provides insight and who's the best at their job. He's the best at his job. He yeah. gets paid the best. Suck it, Odell. Who yeah. is it, Michael Thomas? It doesn't like it. Like, who cares if you don't like it? Like, but it, it that, that you should be happy that 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 you have this next career if you really work on it. You could be like jumping in yeah. right after your NFL career, making ten million a year, being a great analyst. It's really hard to do. What oh, Tony it's Romo very does. good. They're, I think people just think like you can go up there yeah. and just be a broadcaster. Like, n- absolutely not. People, people think, and obviously we're podcasting, so uh, you know it, there is. You know, we've got experience in stand-up comedy. We have experience in television. When you get into a broadcasting role and you have a, that kind of role. You know, it's a very difficult thing if you're an athlete 
to just think that you can actually hold an audience's attention for three hours with yeah. pithy comments, insightful data. Predictions. Um, of exactly. Plays. And him being able to call the next place and go, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. It's like, damn, son. Yeah. So... Yeah, good on him, man. Yeah. I, I think that's great for Tony Romo. Tony Romo is really fun to watch. He's he's exciting, so good on him. Who's that? I wonder who's the second most paid. Uh, Tony uh, Troyman. Oh, is he? Seven and a half million. Seven. Oh, ten million more. God. Man. No, I don't know. What must, the- they must. I wonder if like when Tony Romo walks in the room now, all the other like color guys are all just like Tony Romo. Uh, probably thinks he's better than all of us. I mean, us. I don't know. So a lot of the other guys, like guys like Joe Buck, will have a standard contract with a network because they do baseball, they do other things. So, yeah. NFL is only one part of it. He is just being brought in for this. Madden was at eight million when he was brought in, which is the biggest thing at any which time. Which was probably bigger than that because John you think Madden, about when that was. That was like what? In that was in the nineteen nineties, early. Yeah. So when I used to watch, I mean, that's all I wanted to watch. There's a guy. He's throwing. Uh, there. I, I always hated Madden because he all he did was Dallas games. He used to just drive me because I hated the Cowboys. And that because I think every game, just every Cowboy game, was always John Madden doing it. I think because you're so a Bills fan, me, that's why you. Well, saw of course, it that's that. why I hate the Cowboys. Yeah. But um, but then when you just associate John Madden only with the Cowboys, then I just kind of. I never associated him with the Cowboys. I because oh, I, I, I watched him with a lot of different games. He watched. Well, he, he did. He, he covered. But he Bears did. But I'm saying he probably did more Cowboys games than any other game team. I would be, be shocked. Interesting to look at. But that I used to watch him cover Bears games, and I always like to to see it. Um, so we got the, the London games. We put up a post with our uh, thoughts, and everyone freaked out about this. <laughs> yeah. I, listen, I would have been happy. That Pittsburgh-Buffalo one, I got excited for a second there. Well, you know what? That's that's So that was mathematically based on the most logical things at the time, based on the information we had. Now, knowing that Miami is now... Because the whole thing is I didn't think... The, the whole Mexico game is a very difficult thing with the Mexico... Um, it's going to be Arizona. It's Arizona. So Miami is now coming here. So it'll probably be like Arizona, LA. It's probably uh, going to be somewhere. Or, it's going to be somewhere. Yeah. yeah, probably in that division. So if we know now that Miami is coming here, um, and they've got a home game. Miami's always here. It, and you, so the rules are. Why if, is Miami always here? Anytime, if you can't. So the th- the rules are for coming to international games. And uh, paraphrasing basically, is your stadium under construction? You got to come. Yeah. Okay. How how many ticket sales have you sold in your home stadium? So that's based in it. If you don't uh, have a threshold of ticket sales... Like season tickets. Season yeah, tickets. Yeah. Season tickets. And, and so, you know, you look at, like, um, Jacksonville, they make more money off of the London games because they don't have enough people selling at home. Now, Jacksonville obviously has economically deprived areas of it, but with Miami as well, because they didn't sell enough tickets last year, then it's better for the organization. You make more money here. You make pounds. You get 80,000 people instead of 20,000. Obviously, there's costs that come to travel, but the NFL helps subsidize that. So we know that Jacksonville is going to have two games. Now, part of the deal that we sort of looked at it when we were doing it is... I think that's just going to piss off Jacksonville fans, right? It is, and they've they've done this huge petition. But we we know that they will probably be the last two weeks, and the NFL games in London don't go beyond week 10. They usually stay here because it gets in towards Thanksgiving, you get towards November, which means the last one is usually when the time change, which works out better, because we do a time change that's only a four-hour difference. So they like to do them on that weekend. So we know that those weekends are going to be end of October, which is when the time change happens. When do they announce the... They'll announce it by the draft. So Ooh. it'll probably be announced around uh, in April, about five to six weeks. <clears throat> but I knowing that Jacksonville is back-to-back... And we know uh, Atlanta. Atlanta and Denver. Atlanta, Denver's Atlanta and Denver will probably be the first game. Why are they just like slowly announcing one at a time? Or because is they, it, is it if they do, there's a lot of maths that goes into it. People will figure out the whole schedule. 
And people are starting to anyway. I mean, oh. that's what we started doing. We figured out the schedule. Like a Sudoku. Yeah. So then it comes down the second game. But if Jacksonville is going to play two home games, the most likely scenario is going to be the last weekend of October and the first weekend of November. Okay. Then it's, you're not going to have it too much. You can't have the season too early in the season. The earliest we've ever had games, I think, is week three here. So Yeah. It was pretty early this year, I thought. I think it was week four and yeah. five. Or four, four, yeah, four and five, I think. So that's most logical, you know, because obviously London has a lot of stuff going on. Uh, and in through it, you know, you get Diwali, you've got all these other things that take up centers, parts of London. So it's going to be interesting to see who comes, what's going to happen with the schedule. We will keep you um, uh, updated with it. I'm just going to end one last thing on the podcast because it's an interesting. Uh, you haven't been watching the XFL, have you? No, I haven't seen any of it. That's not um, the thing, but yeah, I, it's interesting. Has it been fun? Has yeah, it been yeah, good? I, I the highlights. It's nice. It's have, nice to have football. The ratings are high. Everyone likes it. Um, I saw where the ref, the, I saw the clip. Oh, some guy threw like a flag back, back at the in his face. <clears throat> well, I just want to talk quickly about Houston Astros. So many of you might know in Major League Baseball, uh, when the Houston Astros won uh, the World Series, everyone fed them, thought it was so great. Uh, but it's, it turns out later they were stealing signals. They were using cameras. They were using people. They were using an intricate system to learn what everyone else was doing. Now, we've had the Patriots <clears throat> caught spying on someone but not to a level of this. Well, not during the game. Not during the game, but not to a level where this affected no. their championship. Not to a level. I mean, the Patriots got caught in a silly way, and they got caught. You know, you got drones, you got cameras, all the cameras pointed here. This was yeah. a sustained campaign of cheating. Yeah. That you sort of. Well, go, this is worse. This than is what the Patriots. So what did. would I mean? To me, like someone's got to go to jail for this. You would well, think. they're gonna go to jail. You're what sure? you would have to do is you either. You'd have to either strip them of their title and just vacate it for that year. No one has it. Yeah. Uh, which is what I would do if, if, if it's as blatant as everyone says it is and everyone think Because now they're just like, why? First of all, it's, it's tainted the whole franchise. Who's going to want to go there, right? No one's yeah. going to want to be like, oh, do I want to go and get booed everywhere? Well, you're still going to get booed everywhere. They're going to hit by balls. They've been hitting, number one, they've been, at spring training so far, the Astros have been hit by more pitches by anyone else. And they're looking at through the whole season. That people are going to start That's going to be hilarious to see how many more uh, Oh, it's going to be... I've actually... I was talking to a betting company about this. I was like, well, yeah, can, we, can, we set, can we set a, a, a rate on basically how many t- hit by pitch? How many people will be hit by... I, we, there's, that's what we're looking into. That would be hilarious. Take the over. Oh, God, yeah. God, yeah. The most team hit by pitches. But this is going to be definitely it for sure. I just... Oh, yeah, I don't know what you do. I think, you, yeah, you have to just strip them. Like... What, you'd have to if find out who was the mastermind. Like think of like the what the the nineteen twenty black owner, socks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, white socks. That yeah. guy's like the coach should be you know suspended for a year, at least minimum a year. Well, the owner had to know. The owner, yeah, no. Well, the owner could maybe not know because owners, yeah. you know, they're just old dudes, right? They just they're want to too go. busy. They're getting, just too busy in there. Getting handjobs, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Club, uh, I don't think they're particularly involved in in that sort of uh, strategy. But I think, yeah, the GM must have known, the coach must have known. So anyone who known should be gone for at least a year, maybe minimum two. Yeah. Maybe you just say you're banned for life with the one, somebody, you know, like in everything, you know, someone's like in a yeah. succession, you know, someone's got to yeah. go down and take well, the Well, someone fall. asked you, and that's it. I think the investigation's got to be is there had to be someone that okayed it. Because there's going to be people going, are we going to get caught? Are we going to get caught? Are we going to get fired for this? Are we going to lose our chance? Don't you make the owner sell the team, right? Like, look what happened to... Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Carolina. Uh, no, I was... Uh, yeah, yeah, that's Carolina right. Yeah, Panthers. Carolina. Yeah, yeah. He had to sell the team, yeah. right? So maybe... Yeah, because uh, it's sexual if, impropriety and racial impropriety. You know, you're the owner. You're the guy at the top. You are responsible for what happens. You hired these people. You... Maybe, yeah. Maybe they should force him to sell the team. 
Something interesting. That'd be, that'd be fun. I, I wouldn't yeah. mind that. But interesting, interesting it's not happening in NFL. Anyway, that's it for this podcast. Ryan's back, guys. We'll be back every week doing more podcasts, talking about everything. We'll be looking at throwing an NFL draft party as well. Ooh. Uh, we'll be doing a draft party somewhere in London. We're talking to a few different places. We'll do it nice and late. Obviously, just watch the first little bit of it. But uh, oh, anyway, it's a Thursday night. Right? It's a Thursday so. night, indeed. So, yeah. Keep watching us. Uh, check out the website. Check out more of our social media. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy.